I'm Aiden Matthews. And I'm Zack Snyder. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything related to YouTube. We, we also we also want to add a new segment as we're ending the podcast. Yeah. Where we, we talk about a word of the day. Oh, a little educational value. I like that. I don't a little a little educational value. I've pulled up the dictionary. Okay. Um, the important one, at least the urban dictionary. Our word today is pog champ. Oh shit. Yeah. So um What's the definition? We've got, we got a couple of couple of different definitions. So number one, uh it's an emote on twitch.tv that usually is supposed to symbolize hype or excitement. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um our next one is an amazing human being who is super cool, a.k.a. Beth Myers, a famous Minecraft YouTuber. Weird. Never very, very specific. Um, never heard of Beth Myers, but, me, you know, we'll, we'll take what we got. And uh, my favorite one is a pod champ is someone who gets laid very often, very seldom going more than a few days slash a week without having sex. Damn. And, uh, if we, if we use that word in a definition or in a sentence, our sentence given here is Charlie Sheen is an absolute pog champ. <laughs> true, true. You probably do get a lot of bitches, so I can't deny that one at all. Yeah, yeah. You stay cool. winning, bro. Stay winning. <laughs> I'm glad the other one showed up first because there's actually a really lengthy like here's what pog champ is and here's where it came from and here's some sources so i'm glad glad some people are you know use an urban dictionary for good yeah i'm surprised um, Other, uh they didn't know. use the uh the meme of the the big titty goth girl that goes fine i guess you can be my little pog champ i figured that would have <laughs> been one of the definitions in there but. yeah guess not guess i'll have to add a, a paragraph to urban dictionary tonight you know Get the writing fingers Go out. For it. Start tip. I mean, I will that. say there are a ton of definitions on here, so feel free to go add your own, including what Aiden just said. And you can also just, you know, put down that we're pod champs. <laughs> Other people are doing it from from Minecraft YouTubers, so you might as fucking well. Did Did Beth Meyer start another YouTube podcast? I don't think so. I. I don't know. Anyways, what what are we talking about today? What's the podcast? We're talking about <laughs> everyone's favorite topic, your week on YouTube, in which me and Zach discuss what's been going on the past week or so. And I know we also said that we were done with YouTube news, but we got a little bit of, little tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of YouTube news that we're also <laughs> going to throw in there. Um, classic Aiden yeah. going back on his word type type shit for real but so based I'm, so I'm, it's based. important news i didn't i didn't think we'd get anything important to out the year i agree no that's fine that's but fine. we did so um everybody talking about it we're gonna be talking about that youtube dislike <gasps> bar being gone <gasps> they're getting rid of it i can't dislike another youtube podcast anymore what am i gonna do no tell me about it how will i spend Look. my free time <laughs> <laughs> you still you can. could spend your free time with our sponsor today oh shit awesome creator academy with the youtube starter kit let's go uh, yeah now we don't have too much time left to to let you guys know this incredible deal but if you have 99 dollars, you can get over 1500 dollars of value dozens of downloads from templates for advanced youtube thumbnails channel art in cards lower thirds royalty free background music fonts and more 
constantly getting new stuff added, constantly being updated. You pay one price, have unlimited access as the future downloads come out. And uh, by doing so, you can check out the link in the description and the show notes. You'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. But of course, if you don't have the money's lying around, you can support the boys on Anchor. You can donate to us, give us money. It'd be very epic if you did that. You don't have to. It's just the podcast is ending and all. But uh, True. it's a possibility. You can do it for real, for real. Um, and that'd be epic. So thank you, Anchor. And thank you, Awesome Creator Academy. I just, while Zach was reading that, I was looking up the uh, the website for Awesome Creator Academy just to just to see what it looked like. And you, there's yeah, a lot of uh, like a lot of testimonials from all sorts of channels, like Revmatch, Hack mm. Five, Lila from YouTube. She kind of bad. Tbh. <laughs> Andrew Khan from TubeBuddy. I see this dude's face all the time. Oh, yeah, I've seen him before. Ashley? Damn, she kind of bad, too. And then Elijah, a real homie. For real. So, you got to take a, that into mind. It's a great program. Yeah, You know, while we're while we're at the end of our podcast, I will say uh, I owe a lot of my opportunities through video editing uh, to Roberto Blake and the, the Awesome Creator Academy stuff. Mm. Um I've been in the the Facebook Awesome Creator Academy group for like five years now. Um, I don't get the chance to spend too much time in there like I used to, but it did give me a lot of opportunities. I got some cool feedback. That's great. So if you're interested in the Awesome Creator Academy group, you can check that out as well. Um, I should have an affiliate link in the description for uh the the youtube starter kit but i think when you go to that you can automatically connect with the other stuff on the website including that group you can get like free training or not free but you can pay for training with roberto um get like feedback and all that kind of stuff through a personal coaching session and then that youtube starter kit is pretty cool so there's a lot of under other bundles on here as well. YouTube starter kit's the one we've talked about, but there's also a brand deal starter kit, uh, mm. formula for awesome videos, Creator Academy Pro membership, and then if you oh. want just straight up coaching offers, if you have six thousand dollars lying around, you can get a premium private co- coaching package, up to nine call package with up to ninety minutes with Roberta. That's kind of insane. That's pretty cool. I'm sure he'd be delivering the value on that. So a lot of interesting stuff to check out for sure. I agree. Just want to take a little time. Appreciate Roberto. Appreciate the awesome creator Academy. We've been talking about the, uh, the YouTube starter kit for probably like 80 episodes at this point. It's been a minute. (laughs) A lot of them. Um, A lot of them for sure. So absolutely appreciate those guys. Anyways, how was your week on YouTube trademark, Aiden? Now, is there a reason you're going with me here? Is there like a like a motivation exactly? Uh, just I'm just making a segue, bro. I'm just you know, in in the the sponsor read. Perhaps and, there's uh, there's not anything you have to say. Moving so. on to the 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 person that's in the call with me. I didn't do anything this week. <laughs> what? I have no. YouTube related information. I can't even be like, LOL, I bought a camera or LOL, I worked on a script. I have 
quite literally done nothing YouTube related in like a couple weeks. You did play Peggle. So, did play a good bit of Peggle. I have played Peggle. Yeah. Um, I've beaten the adventure mode in Peggle. Okay. Gotten about forty percent of the challenges done, so that's cool. The bitch is hard too. So that, that takes some pretty skill. tough. Pretty tough, but they're fun. It's a fun game. Will I be making a Peggle video in the future? Who fucking knows? <laughs> um, but but in all honesty, I've uh, had a lot of a lot of personal stuff going on. Right. Uh, my grandmother is really sick right now. She got COVID. Um, we've got her in a hospice house right now. So mm. kind of just racing for whatever happens. Right. Um, and uh, so a lot of my attention has been on that, and then trying to make sure I get my work done so that I can still pay the bills. And uh, just YouTube just hadn't been able to be a priority for a few weeks now. Real life That's comes first. Pretty, you know, got to take those yeah, priorities. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. I'm, I'm frustrated about it. I'm always frustrated when I can't do YouTube stuff, but um, it is what it is. It's not in my control at the moment. True. So. True. Well, yeah. not like I have too much to, to add in terms of, of shit I've been doing other than editing. Just been editing. Mm-hmm. Either the Dark Souls video, or a uh, or a Battle Royale video, both remakes, of course. One's a little bit more involved than the other, obviously, and uh, mm-hmm. that one's a little bit further along. But aside from editing those two things, has not been much going on. Uh, haven't live streamed, haven't gotten a non-anchor going in a hot minute. I have, I have an episode like done. But I haven't put in the timeline and rendered it. It just sort of sat there. And it's not a bad episode either. Mm, okay. Like, it took multiple attempts to, to record and shit. But it's just, it just be sitting there, you know? And just be forgetting it exists. And I wake up, I'm like, oh, yeah. Shit, I'll go do that later. Lot. And then it then just be sitting there again. So, you know how that get for real. Um, Let's see. LHG, nothing. Nothing on that front. Uh, Blue Couch Productions, up to 22 subs. It's kind of cool. Based. Got some uh, shout outs. Subs from last time I checked. Through the birthday, you know. Kind of sharing that yeah. around in a, in a tweet, trying to let people know how that shit's going. All the all the videos are like 13 views or higher. They're they're averaging out a little bit more, which is cool. You just want to so put some based. more stuff out there, you know. Give people an opportunity to keep watching and, and peeping it. Because I, I, I like where it's starting, for sure. But there's still... Still so much work to do to, to catch up to where I was at, like, earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get that. Um, still still happy with all the content you've put out there so far. Still looking forward to, to what you got cooking up, bro. I'm excited. Like I'm going to try to get, like, a two or three bigger videos out before the end of the year. And then, uh, right. like I've mentioned a thousand times, trying to get 30 for 30 up. But, uh... Getting close to the end of the year, you know. So that's typically we are. We are. That's typically yeah. when I when I try to make one final push. Cause I don't I don't be doing shit in January and February. I know how my habits go. Like I'll go pretty pretty intense trying to finish the year out, and then it kind of just eh, deteriorates until about March. And then March, I'm like, all right, let's do more stuff now. Let's start the year off right. Uh, but it's, but it's crazy to think about that. because 2020 was such a super productive year where I had 30 for 30 and a lot of new videos and whatever. And, uh, 2021 by comparison, the output has been much smaller, but I put out the Zelda video this year. Right. So it's not like you did. 
Not like there hadn't been a noticeable improvement. It's just things be taking longer. You know, shit just be taking longer. We we've done a lot of talking outside the podcast about like and on the podcast really about how our creative endeavors have. You know, they've gotten more ambitious. Yep. Every new video feels like it's a it's a bigger project than the last. And uh it's it's hard to it's hard to keep up with that and continue putting out the same amount of content that you used to at some point. But you do have the new channel now, which means yeah. new fresh opportunity. Anything can happen. New, new oppor- opportunity to do whatever the fuck I want, baby. Absolutely. We stand. Absolutely. Uh I guess I should mention too that because my birthday happened, I am gonna be spending mm. some money on a on a new microphone and audio interface. Kind of decided that's that's sort of Hell what yeah. I'm doing. But usually, what what always happens, and the shitty part about having a birthday in early November, uh, is Black Friday is like two weeks away. So you're always mm. like, oh, it's my birthday. Let me spend money on something. And then two weeks pass, and you could have got it at like half the price you spend it on. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Maybe I should like actually wait this time. So that's what I'm doing. It's probably be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's I haven't actually haven't actually spent said money. It's just sort of been sitting there. But the but the idea is to see what Black Friday offers and then you know what? If there's no major deals or anything, that's fine. I can just get it for what I would have got it anyway. It's not like audio interfaces and microphone prices are rising up or getting altered by the pandemic. It's it's mostly been stable. Yeah. So yeah. surprisingly right every surprisingly has been going up but it's for sure you still get some of that basic equipment i am still not sure what it, right? what mic or interface i have like two or three options on both ends okay but it'll come down to what deals be hitting my page on, on black friday <laughs> weekend that'll be the determining factor for sure but i'm hyped because sure. uh my audio has obviously improved a lot since getting this mic the road into usb but it was always mm-hmm. sort of a stopgap. Like, it wasn't always going to be the, the final mic. It was just like, oh, my Yeti broke and uh, didn't sound good. So I need something a little bit better. And I didn't right. know how XLR mics work. So I just bought this, not knowing. And then now it's like, oh, okay. I kind of I kind of want to reach my forever audio solution, at least on the desk. I know with the DSLR and stuff, that's a whole different setup. But we'll get to that later down the road for sure. For sure. No, I get that completely. But yeah, that's pretty cool. much it. That's that's the week. Wish I had more to say, but that's that's been about it, really. Yeah, and and you mentioned mentioned twenty twenty one, and I know we're going to be doing a wrap up of the year mm-hmm. towards the end of the podcast. We've got a couple more episodes before that, um, so we can we can kind of reflect on both of our year, everything we've kind of done at that point. Right. But, no, I I feel you. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the last couple of your week on YouTube, I can have something to mention. I only got but, two uh, more. I'm also, we only <laughs> have two more. Yeah. Yeah. Two more. I'm also kind of just depending on what happens within the next couple of weeks. Um, I might just take a, a brief break, take care of what needs to be taken care of and then try to push for a bigger January. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Trying to start off the year strong for a change rather than just. That'd be cool. Ending cool. the year off on a big note. It's it's a different mindset for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well. But anyways. Now that we're done with that. It, bro. We have a little bit of YouTube news sort of thrown in here last minute. And thank God we did. Mm. Otherwise, this would have been a, a really short episode. But the boys over at YouTube 
not wanting to be outdone by Twitch's PR disasters as of late, decided they would step <laughs> things up a little bit, you know, add a little bit of heat to the fire. They posted a tweet on November 10th, 2021 that says, to reduce targeted dislike attacks and their impact on creators, in parentheses, especially on smaller creators, in parentheses, you'll no longer see a public dislike count on YouTube starting today. The actual dislike button itself is staying, but when you go to a video, you will no longer be able to see what the dislike count is. Um, this is not public for everybody yet. You can mm-hmm. notice it on some channels, but a lot of who I watch, I don't see a difference yet. In fact, I, I see a lot of people uh, disliking good videos just to get one more in there. <laughs> you know, like just, <laughs> just have one last hurrah. And I'm like, why Why does this video have so many dislikes? It's just because they're they're talking about this and they want to kind of like stick it to YouTube or whatever. But uh, right. yeah, after about a year of testing and sort of attempting some way to try to get back at this at this backlash they decided that the the best course of action was to remove the dislike count and needless to say some people disliked it what (laughs) pun intended (laughs) that's that's crazy but yeah people people were were not happy so people are outraged they did not (laughs) there's a lot of people that are really pissed at it and it's unlike the the twitch thing or it's kind of like in a bubble, or like the people on the Twitch mm. community are, are pissed off or whatever. I've seen videos from Mr. Anthony Fantano. I've seen videos from Marquez Brownlee. I've seen videos from like every corner of the internet and these big channels. All Philip with, DeFranco yeah, mentioned All to the extent of, hey, YouTube, this is bad. Do not do it. I do not like it. Um, and none of them really like discredited that that targeted hate attacks don't exist they they most certainly do um like the post says especially on smaller creators it can absolutely be an issue but i think every video i watched was like couldn't we also like not throw the baby out with the bathwater and find a solution for this problem while also keeping the dislike count i don't know um but needless to say i figured we'd talk about it at the very least because it is a a hot button issue and we're not going to have many of those left for the podcast (laughs) this is true this is our this is our last one. We're not getting any more unless something so. like fucking bad shit crazy happens in the next five weeks. Facebook gaming buys oh. out Twitch or something. It would have to be something oh, on my. that level, you know, like <laughs> just something yeah. stupid bonkers. <laughs> so like you said, general consensus, a lot of people hate it. Um, I've seen some people that are defending it. Uh, some people can say that you know, in six months, people will forget about the dislike bar. They'll stop complaining about it. It's really just a a, a big thing to complain about now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some people say that it'll be good to help small creators. I've seen some people say it's bad because it's not going to... Um, people that are being canceled, you're not going to know who's canceled anymore. You're not going to know who's who's doing bad things due to the dislike bar. What are, what are your thoughts, though? What are your personal beliefs on on all this so i've watched a a couple of takes and one of the more interesting ones that i didn't even consider at the time was a a lot of people use youtube as an educational tool right Mm -hmm. how to you know fix the toilet for example is probably a really popular video on youtube just because people be searching up how to shit all the time and the problem (laughs) with searching up how to content on youtube sometimes 
is you'll get people with a good title and thumbnail, but it'll be <laughs> very shitty information or wrong information or a dude blaring copyrighted music at full volume while trying to describe the tutorial with text. Like, classic, classic just issues upon issues. Uh, Making it hard to discern which tutorial or piece of information is going to be the best. One of the only tools and ways to kind of discern that has always been the dislike bar. If a shitty tutorial comes out and it has a ton of dislikes, then I know that the information in it is probably wrong or invalid. Um, and like you said as well, that this doubly applies to people who are problematic, um, people on talk shows who be saying lies and shit, and you're Alex Jones of the mm-hmm. world, you know? Your big corporations like Nintendo, who recently got into hot water about the N64 shit, they, they just had their most disliked video due to the, the expansion pack shit, and now mm-hmm. it won't be there anymore, and you just re- really won't be able to tell. And comments are always an option, sure. But not only do they take more work to discern and um, kind of read through that, I, I guess, but uh, the moderation tools are are, are a different, <laughs> different issue altogether. So I don't know. Sure. I, I, I get where they're coming from 100%. I think hate raids and uh, targeted hate campaigns, especially from offsite like Reddit, are a big thing mm-hmm. where people just bully people for like, Things that are out of their control, like their race or the way they speak or their voice, or all that sort of stuff. It's a problem, 100%. absolutely. And I and I wouldn't, I wouldn't discredit the the attempt, but no, dislikes have and always have served valuable purposes to this platform specifically. One of the key points in the video that that YouTube makes is, well, hey, no other platform has a dislike button. Why would YouTube be any different? And it's because like YouTube has long form video content. Instagram doesn't, you know, Reddit doesn't. You need uh, a form of, of, uh, I don't know, I don't know, like moderation or something to keep that in check. And uh, I I feel like dislike bars in general and the ratio from like to dislikes was the cleanest and best way to do it. Um, And now that it's gone, like, I don't don't really know how you you get around that without the, the quality of content getting a little bit diluted along the way. I think I, I, I from what I'm thinking, it, looking at it from YouTube's perspective, I think they're I think they're a little cocky. Mm. I think they I think they think that their algorithm is so good at this point that you would need that dislike bar to discern from a good or a bad video. Mm. It, it's it's almost like they're saying, oh, well, you're going to look up how to fix the toilet you're you worried right about bad every time, right? You're just going to get the right video every time because their algorithm is good enough. Or whenever you get a recommended a video, if you don't like it, you're going to cut off a minute into it. Then they're just not going to recommend you those videos anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm guessing that they're coming from is because that they don't see the dislike bar as a pivotal part of their algorithm anymore. Right. The dislikes don't serve a, an algorithmic purpose, good or bad. They've always just sort of existed separately. Um, right. If anything, they right. were more positive just because of engagement. But uh, It was some kind of engagement to begin with, right? Yeah, I agree. For From an algorithm standpoint, this this costs YouTube nothing at all. Uh, yeah. yeah. Will it be an adequate replacement, right? I guess that's the question. Yeah, and I, I don't necessarily think it is in the short term. Um, I, I do think in the long term, most people will just forget about it. 
Um, it's like YouTube used to have the five star rating system. Classic. Which was which was cool. Um, I didn't use it too often because I was still young and I don't even think I had a YouTube account for the first couple of years, right? That I was mm. watching YouTube. Um, but you could you could rate videos on a five star scale. And honestly, I wished it was still like that because I like rating movies and music and games. Um, if I could rate and review YouTube videos, bro, mm-hmm. be so epic. But um, but we don't have that. And so all nuance is kind of thrown out the window when you just have a like button and a dislike button because you could end up disliking the the person because you're a hateful human being and you didn't like the individual in the video. You could end up disliking the video because the person making the video was a hateful human being and they deserve to be disliked. Or it could be a, oh, this person left the wrong frame in a video for like a split second. That's bad craftsmanship. I'm going to dislike. We don't know. Right. There is no nuance in it. And I guess the good thing is as a creator, I'm always concerned with how do people, um, when somebody watches my video, what do they get out of it? And so love getting comments because that helps me figure out exactly what people liked or disliked about a video. We can still see any dislikes that come in. That's a positive. We're still going to be able to see from our end any likes and dislikes a video gets. That way, if one of our videos is bad and it it tanks, we can we can reflect on that and be like, all right, well, we're not going to do that again. Uh, It it does suck that from a viewer, though, when I do go to find a tutorial on Adobe Premiere thing, and the only video I got is from 2012. How am I going to know whether or not it wastes my time if it's a 15 minute video and I can't tell immediately, right? Yeah. Usually the dislike bar helps with that. Especially for for niche topics like that that are often crafted from a title and thumbnail perspective to be as general as possible, you know? Definitely, definitely. Or there just isn't enough videos on a specific uh, topic or, or information like... Likes and dislikes are, are, are helpful. Uh, I didn't used to really think about them, I think, and, until this all came up. Because before mm-hmm. I was like, eh, likes, dislikes, I could care less one way or another. You know, comments are a little bit more important to me, given how small both you and I are. Views are obviously True. pretty important. Likes and dislikes are just kind of like, yeah, I guess they're there. Uh, but when all this news came out, the more and more I got to thinking of like, oh yeah, these do kind of serve like inherent purposes in design um that i hadn't really considered one way or the other and uh i guess it's one of those things well now that we're losing it <laughs> now i'm like oh wait a minute it was actually epic i don't know it was so cool it's like the annotation shit yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't care about annotations as a kid i thought they were in the right you know right. but some people polls there used to be youtube polls used to be a thing true um, true usually sure, when youtube removes <laughs> features it's either because they were very rarely used or like weirdly complicated you know true but having a dislike really wasn't terribly complicated at all this is definitely more a uh, a social stance trying to improve mental health and harassment and how people engage in, in behaviors on the website and apparently they have true. the data to, to to back it up that it's going to be a positive change so who who do we know right maybe who like you said know? A year, a year down the road, we're all like, that was secretly a good idea. Man, I'm glad they did that. Because now everything on, on the website is so much nicer or whatever. But 
I don't see that happening <laughs> based on nah, the community nah. I've interacted with on this platform, but maybe who knows? I can't, I can't, can't discredit it entirely. I also should say that a lot of, a lot of creators are complaining about this True. and it's, we're not really getting that many viewers complaining about it, you mm-hmm. know? And most creators are viewers also on the platform. But like from a raw number standpoint, there are way more viewers on YouTube than there are creators. They're just, and there always will be. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing on Twitch. It's the same thing on other social media platforms, um, which means ultimately YouTube is looking out for their viewers first, which is fine. I get it. You know, if there's no viewers, then nobody's going to, you know, watch our shit. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, I did also want to talk about the whole cancel culture issue, though. Yeah, go ahead. Because while I usually am a big proponent of separating the art from the artist, like, you know, if there's if there's a best picture winner in the Oscars and it's a really good movie, but the director was a shitty human being. Most of the time I can separate the movie from the director because a bunch of other people worked on the film. If it's really that damn good then I don't, I don't think it matters who is creating it. Uh, but when it comes to YouTube, I know people will say the same thing, but I don't know if I can separate art from the artists on YouTube when yeah. there's a lot of one man shows, you know, or personal small brands, yeah. personal brands, you know? So if I get recommended, if, if I had no idea who pro Jared was and I got recommended a pro Jared video about final fantasy five and I start watching it, I'm sure the video is done well. I'm sure it's a decent video on Final Fantasy V, but as a person that, that didn't know or who theoretically doesn't know Pro Jared, I would like to see a, a massive dislike bar so I can go in the comments and see why people don't like Pro Jared and the mm-hmm. shitty things he's done and then click off the video. Yep. And maybe that's wrong on my part for judging somebody on something that I really don't know too much about and it should be about the content to begin with, but like you said, we're on a platform where the content is so tightly connected to the person making it. Uh, it's hard for me to justify watching that kind of content. You can't expect people to keep up with, with internet drama if they only watch YouTube videos, right? A lot of these cancel culture stuff starts on Twitter first. And if you Mm -hmm. are not on Twitter or don't follow it, or God forbid you live a normal life and don't keep up with all this shit for real. For the real. dislike button might be the only shield or way you're going to figure this shit out. You know, um, a comic could say it, but pro Jared could go into his account and delete it or ban the term or exactly. like whatever. Exactly. The dislike bar always going to be there or was always going to be there, I guess now, but, uh, <laughs> more in the, in, in the dashboard, I guess. But yeah, YouTube is, is almost, we, we talk about it like it's this big ever evolving platform. But in a way, it's kind of a little bit of a, a walled garden when it comes to events surrounding creators. Unless it's YouTube-specific drama, you can't expect people to be on the know when it comes to yeah. controversies that yeah, originate on, on Twitter or on stream. If their video content's still the same, you know, some people will just never figure that out. And, you know, is that necessarily a problem with the YouTube dislike bar or the fact that the community is willing to forgive horrible people. That's a debate in and of itself, right? I don't I don't think we can 100% right. put the blame right. on the dislike bar not being there. 
uh, that's a big social conversation that we've touched on before in previous episodes. It definitely Absolutely. doesn't help, is what I'm saying. It doesn't, it doesn't help contribute <laughs> anything right. positive to that. Right. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a sticky situation because shitty people will abuse the systems that they're a part of, regardless of what happens. Um, it's why there's so many political discussions about things that have been in our society for so long, but we have these discussions now because shitty people abuse the system, regardless if a thing is good or bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say alternatively though, same kind of cancel culture discussion. I do think some people that are in smaller audiences that maybe, maybe they made a mistake and they're not being forgiven about it. And maybe it's not that big of a mistake. Uh, this might give them a chance to, to rebound, which would mm. be cool. Or if somebody was falsely accused for something, this might give them a chance to rebound because the, the, dis, the dislike bar won't be publicly displayed anymore. If they were, you know, if they had a whole lot of people coming and hitting that shit up. Cause that's definitely an element to it, right? There's the mm. people when events like this and news comes out, they're the people who are genuinely concerned with the behavior and the actions and take that news, judge it, and then decide whether or not they want to continue to support that person. There, there's the level-headed side of things. Right, there's right, also absolutely. the people that just want to see the Reddit downvote button light up and jump on a bandwagon. Yeah, they want to watch the world burn. They don't care one way or another, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess in that sense, if you take away the firepower, if you take away the epic owning part of it all, <laughs> and you yourself, the person, have yeah. to make that decision rather than just, I'm going to click the dislike bar to make the number go up. Ooh, crazy. Then maybe people would start to have a little bit more of a level head around that sort of stuff. Um, I don't see it happen as much on YouTube as I do places like Reddit and Twitter for sure, but uh, sure. Yeah. It, it should help. It should help on that front. I agree. All that to say that, like, I don't personally give a fuck. <laughs> like, like we said with the Twitch situation not that long ago. I feel like I've, this is a running theme, Zachary. Of, of I, all I've of kind it. of, I've just passed my my point in my YouTube career where I care about every little change because ultimately I can't do anything to fix the changes, whether they're good or bad. I just got to worry about my content and making it better. Yeah. And so, you know, will this dislike bar thing, will it affect me personally? I don't think so. Um, is it a good change? Eh, I don't know. I don't really know. You know, I think there's positives. I think there's negatives. And uh, I think a lot of people that are fighting for either side are not considering those those other positives and negatives, too. So sure. it's a. Uh, Hate to be a sense fit, a fence sitting motherfucker <laughs> in the YouTube podcast, but at least on more important discussions, I know where I stand. So that's a good thing. What would they? What would they have to like get rid of for you to be like, all right, all right, for me YouTube. to get pissed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Oof. what if they went back to like no thumbnail, that's a good idea. screenshot from the video, and you just had to do that? Or thumbnails like, would no thumbnails would piss me off. Ten minute videos, sure. you couldn't go past the ten minute um, limit, and had to like right, upload it in parts. Right, again. like that'd be too. That would me. that would piss me off too. Um, just because there's not only are there content that I want to make that's longer than ten minutes, but 
there's there's people that I watch that make longer videos. Yeah. Uh, and the, the thumbnail thing, that would just be a mess. Not only from a creator standpoint and trying to market my videos, but from a viewer standpoint, I don't know what I would click on at that point. Thumbnails are important. Shit is shit is super important. Um, Ooh, here's a, here's a particularly evil one. What if? Yeah. Right. They hide a lot of stuff behind uh, hitting that one thousand subs, four thousand watch hours. Mm. What if you didn't get 1080p video in like for your video until you? until you reach Oof. those like you had to upload at 720p or 480p they to added more bandwidth. restrictions yeah yeah, yeah. To yeah that would be concerns. that would be pretty unfair i mean that'd just be a rich getting getting richer kind of thing because because how, how can you compete how can you compete with 1080p and 4k content if you can't even put out your own 1080p content sure uh, so there's definitely features that they could get rid of Absolutely. That would piss me off. Yeah. But I, I think the thing is, is like, you could tell me the comment section is gone tomorrow and I'd be like, mm, that kind of sucks. And like, I, I hate that I wouldn't be able to get immediate reactions on my videos, but I'd probably be okay with it. It'd <laughs> <laughs> probably be fine. Tell me you don't enjoy my epic comments on the, your everyday nerds. I uh, do. I absolutely enjoy every comment I get, bro. Thanks. Every single one. Thanks, Love that shit. Please leave comments on this podcast episode. We'd appreciate it. I'm just saying like most things, um, most things I don't care too much in terms of like platform, platform specific things. And I think that's just because I'm at the stage now where, dude, I just want to work on videos. I'm tired. I'm tired of the optimization or the marketing or the, the thought process behind every little thing. Like I just want to make content. <laughs> Whatever yeah. happens, happens. Throwing darts at a wall, bro. See what, see what fucking. Yeah. See where yeah. it lands. I get you. What did you all think of YouTube removing the dislike count? I don't want to say the button. It's the count specifically. Uh, right, right. You can still hit it. You can still hit still it. Still hit the dislike button. Creators can still see their dislike ratio. It just won't be oh, public information anymore. So, what did you think about it? Good, bad, whatever. Let us know down in the comments below. If you're a, a YouTuber, let us know how your week went. Might be more interesting yeah. than ours. I don't know. Throwing Probably it out will there. be. Throwing <laughs> it out there that maybe somebody else might have a more interesting <laughs> perspective Imagine. than yeah. me and Zach. Uh, crazy, I know. Did they Did they beat Peggle? Because we did. We he did. I, I beat Peggle. Zach beat Peggle. So. I, I finished my second adventure mode playthrough, actually. Finally. Oh, shit. Damn. Right. Got a higher score than the first one. So, Man, living the life. Very fun. Anyway, that's it. That's the episode. I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. And thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye-bye. Pod champ. Poggers. <laughs>